what's going on welcome back to the no clue podcast episode 218 we are back i'm one of your hosts i'm mike and i'm tyler welcome um all right it's been four games into the finals denver is now up 3-1 um obviously i mean is this a surprise to you at all no at this point no me either me either. Um, so let, let's recap the last two games, uh, just a little bit at least. Uh, so game three, um, obviously Denver won. But what did you think about game three? Um, both teams' performances in game three. Well, I thought Miami kind of validated our the way we've looked at the Nuggets the, all year, where. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray is their catalyst. Yeah. And and they guarded him like it. Yeah. Like every time, whatever they ran, whatever Denver ran with Jamal Murray, Miami was so much more focused on containing Jamal Murray than anything else. Yep, they were. They absolutely were. And it showed in him piling up the box score, obviously. Yeah. Seven turnovers in that, in that, um, that game as well. I mean, the the doubles they were doubling him forcing him to give it up um yeah. you know yeah and he didn't score as much uh well i mean he scored a lot but he could have scored a lot more if they didn't double him cuz he was he was shooting well up until that yeah and they were in the game i mean miami stayed in the game doing that i would say yeah it, it's just tough because <clears throat> like i didn't think denver could still be dynamic Mm-hmm. If you kind of focus on Jamal mm-hmm. and they haven't missed a beat. And I really, they really haven't. I mean, Jamal himself hasn't really missed a beat. They really no, haven't been able to like, yeah, he turned it over. But I mean, at this point he's cooking them and he's averaging, you know, 10 plus assists. Yeah. They triple double in that game. I mean, he played, he played great. And the assists were really just, there were more of the Nuggets not reacting to Miami doubling than it really was to Miami's doubles, to me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in these in this game, I saw Miami made a big change, obviously in doubling Jamal on every screen, in kind of uh, they they weren't in the zone, but they were definitely more in gaps than they were, like in the help side more than they have been in the other games. I think. Yeah. Um and it just looked like Denver just needed to adapt to it. And over the course of the game they did, but um, you know, there's just too much. Jokic and Murray with the two triple doubles, yeah. first time in history, is just too much. <clears throat> That's that to me, it's really Jokic and Murray adapted. The other guys yeah. didn't really do shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I could make a case I mean they pretty much all around played horrible other than Christian Braun. He he looks fantastic, but fantastic. it's like he's the last guy in your rotation. From your two yes. best players to the last guy in your rotation, everybody else was horrible. Yeah, yeah, and they did a lot of things. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. To be honest, like that was our prediction coming into the series. We talked a lot about who would be the X factor, mm-hmm. and Denver's played so well. At least their two stars have played so well. 
they really haven't needed like a specific X factor for the whole series. It's been different guys, different games. Yeah. Yep. And, and they can have, they can do that. And you see on the other side, Miami, they need, they need the X factor because in, in this game, even though they were in the game and Jimmy had a pretty good scoring night, Bam had a pretty good scoring night, even though his percentage wasn't, wasn't great. Um, and no one else really showed up for them. No. I mean, Caleb Martin, had, he had 10 points, but they weren't like a really impactful 10 points. It, it still felt like they were looking for someone else out there that um, really, you know, they couldn't get a lot of contributions around <laughs> their other players. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think game three mm-hmm. really showed – how in tune the Nuggets are with each other. It did, yeah. Yeah. And and I really didn't expect, I didn't expect them to not play their best and still be able to beat Miami. And and that made it a really bad loss for Miami because they were in this game, and this was a game they should have won, um, even with the triple doubles. I mean, the seven turnovers, no one else on the team really playing that great except for uh, Christian Brown, like you said. Um, this was a game Miami had. They just didn't have enough. The other guys just couldn't contribute. And Denver's defense was there. Even though their offense at times was lulling without the you know, main duo, their defense was still very consistent throughout this game. Yeah. So that it was probably us- their best uh, defensive rotation game mm-hmm. overall. I agree. I agree. Um, and the bench came in and made like huge steals, huge blocks, uh, you know, just big plays. And, and that brings us to game two. I mean, game four, game four. Sorry. The second game we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I, This game to me was a tale of adjustments by the coaches and maybe not adjustments, but game plans uh, adapting to what happened in the last game where Nuggets, uh, I mentioned they had the turnovers came a lot of times from guys just not moving when the doubles came. Um, There was moments where they had, you know, one player guarding two guys in that game three game. But then in game four, you see on the doubles, everyone is moving. Guys are getting cuts. Murray's just throwing bounce passes to guys cutting to the basket off the doubles. Jokic got into a, a better spot for him to receive the ball. Um, which happened in game three a lot. Jokic was on the wings when Murray's getting double at the top of the key and Murray just, it was just a hard pass to get it to him. Yeah. And even though they did it, sometimes it was, it was difficult. It was more turnovers than it was a good pass. Game four, every time Murray got doubled, Jokic came to the top of the key. He got at the top of the key and then everyone was wide open because, you know, they were basically playing four on three at that point. So, uh, they immediately made some major, major adjustments coming into this game. It looking at how they were defended in game three. And um it looked great. I mean Nuggets looked really good in this in this game four. Which I mean in this uh-huh. you know, they're one win away from the finals. Uh and I don't want to prematurely crown them because if, if anybody can battle back, it probably is Miami. Yeah. But this this game I was like, man. Like we're now, you know, however many playoff games in, they've this is their fourth opponent. 
Yeah. At no point has a team been able to prevent the Nuggets from getting good shots. Right. It's true. Like in this game, this to me was Miami's like last hope of we've kind of tried everything. None, none of it has really like worked to a degree that we could sustain it. Yeah. Here they switched a lot more. Like this game was probably their most consistent switching game. It was. I, and, I agree. Yeah. And to your point, the Nuggets picked them apart surgically. They did. I mean, the amount of backdoor cuts, the the drives, the like forcing Miami to mismatch. It was mm-hmm. just. It was too much. Yeah, and and this game, everyone contributed. Like everyone that got in yes. made big plays. Um, and you know your offense is in sync when uh-huh. everybody is not only cutting, everybody's hitting cutters. Yep. Yeah. Like the the play when KCP, who's not a good passer, faked faked to their best player, which was Jokic, faked mm-hmm. to the best player and threw a flawless lob to Aaron Gordon. I was like, okay, this series is essentially over now. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's there's nothing Miami could do at that point. Yeah. Like I said, that game three was the one they needed to win. Like, that was yes. that was a game they should have won. Because now, I mean, they lost both games in Miami now. Um, you know, to your point, I'm, I don't want to crown them as winners yet either because they could battle back. But it's a lot more difficult now. And in this game, everyone was really involved for Denver. Michael Porter Jr., even though he didn't do that great, he was involved. Uh, Aaron Gordon, obviously, I mean, he shot fantastic. Three threes for Aaron Gordon is a fantastic shooting night. Yeah. Um, 73% from the field. Uh, so, I mean, he was just everywhere, rebounds, assists. I mean, he almost had a triple-double in this game. So it was just – I know. And they adjust, and the thing is, Miami looks like they were doing basically the same thing they did in game three, thinking like, because they might have been thinking how I thought, man, we had this game. This is a game we should have won. We did everything we should have done. We just didn't finish. We didn't, you know, do what we had to do on offense. So they came out and did yeah. a very similar game plan on defense. I mean, their defense looked very, very similar. And then, you know, the Nuggets watched the film. This is a game for both teams where I really believe both teams watched the film multiple times from game three and came yeah. out and really adapted and made adjustments to what they did in the last game. And, you know, Nuggets just had a better strategy coming in. The problem is the problem is like the Nuggets are just so much more versatile. You know, yeah. there's so many things Miami did well initially, but the mm-hmm. Nuggets response to it was much better. Like uh, yeah. you, you yeah. look back to Kevin Love putting Kevin Love in as a starter. Like, yeah, initially he's a high IQ big, he's a vet, good rebounder, he's physical. But mm-hmm. in this game, you know, two games later, he was unplayable because he he's not athletic enough to guard anybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm honestly surprised Spo hasn't matched Bam's minutes with Jokic because that's really the only time. Miami even looks capable of containing them. Yeah, and another thing about the love point, um, the their adjustment was say, okay, Gordon, you just stop posting up. Let's just hit some threes, and he did it. Thank you. You know, easy, love, wide open, love, right? And love was a big deal inside because 
you know, Aaron Gordon, he probably still could post Love up, but it's a lot more difficult. Love's a much better rebounder, you know, so when Love is in there, he has an advantage in the paint. But as soon yeah. as Gordon stayed out of the paint, Love, like you said, he was unplayable. There's, there's no point in having him out there. It was not, not going to be a He's not athletic defender. enough to rotate, to switch. I mean, Denver has so much ball movement and player movement that, I mean, again, they just could adjust to everything. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, both really exciting games, though, I will say. Um, even though, you know, this last game was it was pretty obvious Denver was going to win for the most of the game, but um, it was still exciting. Um, how do you feel to about... Me, go ahead. Uh-huh. No, go ahead. I mean, to me, like, the games haven't been that exciting. Mm-hmm. But Jamal Murray has, like, single-handedly stolen the show, as he often does. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. this is one of the better defenses, you know, in the league. They're, they've they been completely focused on containing him. And it's yep. been, you know, rendered useless, essentially. Yeah, and he's showing that he's more than just a scoring machine. I mean, he can score. 100%. But, you know, he, he's still a floor general. He's still a leader, and he is their point guard. Um, no matter how yo- much Jokic has the ball, it's still Murray yeah. is, the, is the guy. He also uh, he also works hard to not be a weak link. Yeah, he does. He the does. same way Steph kind of eventually became a better defender, he's kind of starting to make those strides also. He is, yeah. And he, you can see, I mean, I, I know he's healthy, but you can see he's still – kind of getting into the rhythm of of the speed of the game and still kind of getting back. I know it's been a Man, while. That, that's scary to think about. Yeah, it is. It, it is. And I know it's been a while, but it's still, it's not, it takes a long time to get back into that after missing over a year, especially oh, yeah. at this high of a level in the finals. <laughs> it's tough, but you can see he's still getting it. Um, how do you feel about Jimmy Butler's contributions throughout the series? Specifically, these last two games, these two losses. Um, it's been tough, man. Like, he he hasn't played well. He hasn't really played up to expectations. Obviously, it, mm-hmm. hopefully, this can relax the the MJ like he's MJ's son <laughs> comparisons. Yeah, in the <laughs> like you know playoff in the playoffs, he's up there with Kobe and MJ like. Yeah, yeah. He he takes what the defense gives him. And the Nuggets, to their credit, really haven't given him much. Right. Like, you Mm -hmm. see it. He's he's tried to kind of create mismatches and, you know, do normal things like attack Jamal. He normally is more aggressive shooting the ball when Jokic steps up. Mm -hmm. But credit to those guys. They've done a good job of being disciplined. And the uh, the Denver's other guys have done an awesome job on him. I, I think Aaron Gordon has done a great job. KCP has done a pretty good job. Braun doesn't give up that as much size as I thought he would. Mm-hmm. Like I've just been impressed with Denver all around. So I I can't really be mad at Jimmy for struggling against a team playing that well. Yeah, I you know I don't think he's I don't see it as him struggling as much as I see as. It's still, they're still kind of playing the, you know, Jimmy's just happens to be like the best player on a good team. 
instead of like, yo, Jimmy is really why we're here kind of thing. Like, yes, and I get it. You know, this last game, he took 17 shots and Bam is still taking more shots than Jimmy like every night. And why? It's it's sick. And some of it is Denver baiting them. But like, again, it's not to the point where Jimmy can't create. Exactly. So, you know, I, I understand that, you know, Denver is playing good defense, but Still, I'd rather die with Jimmy taking 30 shots than Bam taking 20 every night. I, I, it's just, for me, that's how I, I am. I'd rather Jimmy Butler take 30 than take 15 and Bam give me 20, Caleb Martin give me 15. Like, I, no, man. Especially after what he's done for them throughout this playoff run. Yeah. So... I'm, I've actually now. had more of an issue with Bam because okay. he's a lot of people are saying like he's been the best player. He's played well defensively. He has played well. Yeah. Um. He's been a lot of the reason Miami has been able to like get stops and kind of make runs, but his shot selection is fucking horrible. It's terrible, man. It's ter- dude. And when every time Miami goes on a run and Jokic takes control. What does he get? A layup. A layup. A, a layup. Nice like a hook, like a little counter, a little bump off. Most Mostly a right hook, spin off the left shoulder because no, nobody could block it. Yeah, a little. sometimes the floater down the middle he likes. Right, right. <clears throat> but, mm-hmm. again, it's a layup because we're struggling to score. We need, like, a definitive shot that we love. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Bam will play great. And he'll attack mismatches to take 10-foot pull-ups. Like it's so part good. of the reason, part of the reason his shooting percentage has been like average and he's not averaging historic numbers is, is the amount of times he's settled for jumpers. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. you're 10 feet, five feet from the basket. Why are we shooting a pull-up? Yep. It's insane. I mean, I used to criticize, we were criticizing Durant and uh, Book for that. And they're the two best pull-up shooters in the league. Mm-hmm. Bam. Nobody could stop you from getting a layup. Right. Or at least, you know, getting fouled. And he's taking 20-plus shots, and half of them are jumpers. Like, dude, yes. Jokic is shooting 50% from three, and he's still barely taking them. I know he takes maybe two or three a game. And Bam had seven turnovers in this last game. Which is horrible. It's horrible. And and that's my thing. I mentioned last time, the whole Bam bringing it up court and having the ball as long as he does. I get it. I get that that's like the thing now. The the play style, yeah. Yeah, the the power forward being your play initiator so the wings can get open earlier. I understand that. But like... If it's if it's this, if he brings it up court and he's shooting jumpers and he's getting seven turnovers, maybe this isn't maybe it's not the right play style for y'all. But like Especially Denver, good point guards. But Denver's on the other side showing you the blueprint. Yeah, like Jokic is the best center in basketball. It's not live and die by every decision Jokic makes. No, it's not. It's not. Bam is clearly their second best player. Yet Miami is very often living and dying by every decision and every shot he takes. He's right. He may be the second best 
overall player, but he's not their second best decision maker. He may he's no. might might not even be top five on the team. Probably not. <laughs> and, and that's the problem. The thing about Jokic is he probably is uh, their best decision maker, and he, you know right. not their best ball handler, but best decision maker. Bam! I mean, you got Lowry. I, I like Gabe Vincent's decisions. I thought Lowry played has been playing great. I like Love's decisions better. Hundred percent. So we got guys who can really make good plays and good decisions. <laughs> Bam it's crazy, like Bam, Bam, turn and fucking outlet the ball once in a while. Why the fuck are you? It's like I got it. All right, everybody else go. I'll take care of it. Like Caleb Martin can't run. You know, these guys can't run. High, all Highsmith does is run. Lowry pushes the ball. Vincent can push the ball. It's just been it's it's been frustrating because I do think Miami has can play better than they have. Yeah, me too. That, that's so that's the biggest uh, point I think we're both trying to make is is Miami can yes. do better. Jimmy but can it's... do better. Bam can do better. Spo can do better. If like if obviously he's green lighting this offense so he can yeah. do better um the other guys just it, it comes it comes from jimmy bam and spo to get the other guys to play better to me like vincent yeah can't just go out there alone and you just tell him yo i need 25 and he gets 25 it's it has to be an effort from the you know the coach and the two best players to say yo let's get vincent involved um yeah it's similar to the way Gordon, bad. Aaron Gordon for Denver made that like from game three to game four adjustment. Yeah, that was. Spo should be able to make that change for Struess, for Robinson, because they they haven't been able to really get the clean looks they were getting the first couple of games. No, they haven't. And even the first game, Vincent played pretty well. They haven't gotten anything like that from Vincent since then. Yeah. So. Um, he, he shot well in game three, but I didn't really think he played well. Right, right, yeah. He's usually a good playmaker. Good, um, he off the pick and roll, he makes really good decisions. And you, I haven't really seen any pick and roll from him uh, in this last game, just, or really even. The game I, I hate, I hate from Miami how shot clock ends and it's role players who have the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, like Denver. Like, yeah, sometimes Michael Porter Jr. will will hold it too long, but mostly it's because he's not aware of, like, how long we've had it and just doesn't see the floor well. With with Mm -hmm. Miami, like, it'll come down to set, like, seven, six, five to where you know it's counting down, and Jimmy will just give it up. Like, Jamal Murray will never give up the basketball with five seconds on the clock. Jokic, unless it's Jamal Murray, will not give up the basketball. (laughs) Right, right. And also sometimes uh, Bam will do the same thing or he'll have it. Yes. Like he'll wait until it's four seconds left. He has it at the top of the key. He's just holding it, waiting. And then here comes uh, Dave Vincent for a handoff for him to take yeah. a shot with two seconds on the clock. Yeah. It's, I, I just, that's rough. I guess a good way to put it, because, you know, you, you got to compare the, how the duos have played against each other. And obviously, Denver's two best players have been better. Yeah. But like, Denver's two be- two players haven't allowed the, the supporting cast to, like, make or break the team. Right. 
Like we, if we're struggling, it's on, it's on me at, you know, Jamal Murray, it's on me to take command. Jokic, yeah. it's on me to get layups, to get guys good shots. Yeah. With Miami, it's like guys aren't playing well. And J- Jimmy and Bam are still like, all right, guys, let's do this as a unit. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not working. <laughs> you guys got to help us out. Yeah. That's, and that's leadership. That's the leadership from Murray and Jokic is just, is a little bit yeah. better than the leadership on the Miami side. And part of that yeah. too is, is coaching style because I think Spo is more of their leader than anyone on the court ever is. So, um, you know, I, I think Popovich is kind of that same, has the same kind of thing where it's like no one has ever really been the leader of the team other than Popovich. We always look at what did Popovich do in this game to lose this game. And Miami, Jimmy, will he'll take that leadership spotlight uh, when they're talking about off-the-court stuff and practice. But when it comes to losing the games, it, like like you said, we're looking at everybody else. Yo, we needed more from Struess. We needed more from Kyle Lowry, but like, you yeah, know, Jimmy. Had I've seen a lot of people. Why didn't he have 20? a lot of people been hating on Struce? Like he's not good. Yeah. If Denver, dude, yeah. if Denver was losing the series, they'd be saying the same thing about Michael Porter Jr. How he's playing yeah. for Miami. <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah, and like I just he's not playing I, great. It shouldn't be Struce deciding the series. It's, right, exactly. It shouldn't be. Yeah. So, um, we don't know what's going to happen, obviously. Um, I think it ends. But... I think it ends next game. I'll say okay. that. Yeah, in Denver. I think it ends in Denver as well. It's going to be tough, um, though. It's Miami is going to make it. Miami's going to battle. Yeah, I think this will be Miami's best game. Back against the wall, I think it'll be their best game. Uh, but it's I do think Denver will take it. Denver heroics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but after that, we will come back and talk a little bit more about the Nuggets and uh, the future of both teams, um, future of some other teams in the playoffs. I'm very excited for just the trend of the last two potential finals winners. Mm, okay, how Tell they've been constructed. Well, I, yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. save it till we till Denver officially wins it. Yeah, uh, but I do think if Miami comes back, they have a this a similar conversation with just slightly different context. Yeah, yeah. Kind of we and we mentioned it a little bit last time with the depth thing and some of their play style, but yeah, we do need to get more into that a little bit deeper. Um especially throughout the league because I think this season this off season is going to be big for trades. I think yes. th- there's more teams at the crossroads than ever before. Um I can name like 3 really good teams that are really at the crossroads like yo what are we doing now so we'll get into that a little bit there's um, also some uh off-season drama we got to catch up on yes there is <laughs> but right now Indeed, we're focused on denver closing it out <laughs> yo that draft class will go down in history in uh, infamy <laughs> what are they is that 2019 i think yeah. Wild, wild oh, draft class. Uh, yeah, so we'll get into that next time. Um, Djokovic just won the French Open, his 23rd Grand Slam, which is tying. Uh, Who did he Serena beat Williams. in the final? Uh, Rude. 
not familiar with Rude. I think he was. Um, I saw a little bit. Uh, I saw a little bit of the Alcaraz game. Mm-hmm. I mean, just getting into everything as usual. Yeah, yeah. Casper Rude was the runner-up from Norway, twenty-four-year-old. Mm-hmm. This is this is the best young class of tennis players I've ever seen. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys who, like, as soon as Djokovic stops playing, is going to be He's busted the last wide one. open. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean it. At all, I guess, is still trying to play, but he, he's he, on his final. I think he just said this is gonna be his last uh year, okay? Yeah, so last like set of you know how they go, they have like the seasonal four tournaments, yeah, yeah. uh, last year, and then he's gonna be done, yeah. Um, yeah, man, Jadokovic is the last one, he's going for the going for the uh record, which is 24, held by Margaret Court. Um, Serena was second with twenty three, so he just tied Serena. So I'm not mad See, calling him the greatest tennis player ever. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, it's it's hard hard to dispute at this point, and yeah. the amount of guys he's played through, like, um, is yeah, it's different, much different. He's proved Very himself dominant. every every possible way. He has, yeah, and he's like never the favorite. Like even though he's seated higher. It's always like, oh, I don't know if he can take this 21-year-old's power. And like, you know, he gets some three straight sets. Like, it it happens all the time with him for some reason. So, he's really earned it. Um, he's come a long way. So, that's cool. We'll get in. We'll, I guess we'll talk more about him if he ever gets the record. But uh, that would be interesting. Um, what else in sports right now? I don't really have any thoughts on the golf thing. I don't know about you. I'm not really nah. too familiar with that world. <laughs> no, nah, I don't have anything on it. Um, not right now, at least. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back. Um, later this week. Uh, talk about whoever wins the championship. So probably the Nuggets. Shout out to the Heat, though. Hopefully, I hope they crazy run. Like fight. Crazy run, yeah, from Miami. Amazing run, eight seed. I still um, Chicago. Chicago should have been punched in the air the entirety yeah. of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, who's to say? I mean, Chicago could have been in the same spot, honestly. So <laughs> yeah, they would have been. They would have been a quick, quick sweep by Milwaukee. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe if uh, if somebody steps in, so Giannis could take that same uh, back injuring tumble. Maybe. Yeah. If they got uh, past but... Milwaukee, they would have got to the finals. I Chicago. I mean, yeah. If by some <laughs> lightning struck miracle they did that, then yeah. 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 Well, it is what it is. They're at the crossroads too. They're. I should. Have... Next time I'll have top five teams. At the crossroads, they they need to make decisions. Next time, I'll have that prepared. Yeah, my top five teams there. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening as always. Um, subscribe, follow us, and um, we'll see you guys next time.